Hello Club members, I'm Kate. And I'm Ariana. And welcome back to another episode of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. I think it's 80s nostalgia week yes. this week, mm-hmm. which I have been celebrating very hard by <laughs> looking up a bunch of 80s special effects artists all week, so... Oh, I knew you picked this one specifically for the effects. I didn't pick this one. <laughs> I didn't pick this one. So you would think I might have picked this one, but I didn't pick this one. <laughs> I just shouted out to, on Instagram like, hey, it's time for some 80s nostalgia. What do you guys want? And Giselle, who is also a club VP, recommended Fright Night. Oh. And we also had Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which I did not recommend, I promise. <laughs> Someone else recommended it. I'm so glad we didn't have to watch that one, but also... Okay, yeah, so let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> so the, the I have the Patreon poll now. So if for those of you who don't know, the way that... How, what movie we watch, the way it works is we cast kind of a broad net on Instagram to get recommendations and then the ones that we kind of like or that get multiple recommendations um, will pitch to the club officers so the patrons and then they decide and I'm gonna pull up the poll right now because it was upsetting <laughs> what? I'm, I'm so happy Fright Night won no it wasn't it wasn't close it wasn't so close. that's no hold on I'm pulling up right now did you vote in this one Kate I know sometimes I you didn't I did not so Ariana knows that I only vote in like very special circumstances, meaning if there's a movie I really don't want to watch. <laughs> so for the Mother's Day episode, I voted because I didn't want to watch Mother. <laughs> I was afraid. Kate hates my favorite movie. It's fine. I really do because you like sad, <laughs> dark movies. And I like things like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which 0% of the patrons <gasps> oh, voted for. No. 0%. Not a single uh, vote, you that guys. Means the person who recommended it didn't even vote for it probably they didn't well they might not be a club officer oh yeah and yeah. so they didn't vote because only the club officers get to vote so it was sleepaway camp um which was winning for a long time it was winning for most of the week and it still only has like a few votes below fright night and then fright mm-hmm. night just like came in at the like the fourth quarter and just like took it yeah but literally killer clowns not a single vote <laughs> Oh my god! No one. I was devastated. I feel like multiple people requested well, it. Well, yeah, we had we had a couple people request it, but then no one followed through. Yeah. So, all this to say that j- y'all don't know this, but the reason this '80s nostalgia poll happened is because I wanted to watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> yes. I feel like one night Kate was drunk and she texted me and was like, <laughs> "We need to watch this movie. Let's make it an '80s nostalgia." <laughs> I did. And then when people <laughs> requested it, she was so excited. I was so happy. <laughs> I almost, and even on the Instagram poll, I try not to like lead people and I was going to put a little like giffy sticker of like a killer clown (laughs) and I didn't. I was like, no, let it happen naturally. Then I got so excited when people voted and then nobody actually voted on the poll. I'm so devastated. But you know what? That's fine because Ariana doesn't know this, but I um, have seen Fright Night before. Ooh. You think I haven't? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like one of my favorite movies. Oh, really? Yeah. This is one of the first movies like my dad ever showed me. Wow. to get into horror it's I'm surprised you're telling me how you brand. feel about it so early in the episode because I know I'm not gonna be able to hide this <laughs> this one I feel very passionately about all three of those movies yeah but Fright Night is like extremely near and dear to my heart and I'm sure you've seen in your research but this movie um it came out in 85 but it's and it was I think fairly successful but I know it currently has like an extremely strong cult following oh really yeah, like an extreme. I know I, every every movie I talk about, I'm like, it has a cult it, following. It's camp. Well, that's because yeah. they all do. Because yeah. all I watch are cult movies. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. But this one really does. This is like a very, very popular movie, which is why it took the nostalgia poll. 
have you seen this the remake and that's a good know? question uh with colin firth yeah no wait colin, colin farrell. farrell which one is not in pride and prejudice what's the other one colin farrell <laughs> it's definitely with <laughs> it's colin, colin farrell. farrell i don't know if i've seen the american colin the american yeah no and, and tony collette's in wait the colin remake. farrell isn't he irish oh he's irish that's right yeah i don't know colin <laughs> Colin F. We'll call it. Also, Colin Firth was not in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, yeah, he was not in the movie that you watched, but in the original like BBC eight-hour-long one that I had to watch over and over again every year. Was he Mr. Darcy? You bet your ass he was Mr. Darcy. I'm sad I missed it. I bet he'd be. Yeah, he was. I mean, if you you don't have to miss it, you can go watch eight hours of a BBC original if you so choose. Brb. (laughs) Yeah, just come back. BBL. And you know my mom has suggested that we watch Pride and Prejudice like eight times for our Because it's a horror movie? Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I was like, it is horrifying. It's terrifying. But no, I haven't seen the remake. I've kind of specifically stayed away from it because I know it's not going to measure up no matter how good it is. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Wait, does Colin okay. Farrell play the main uh, antagonist without yes, giving anything he away? plays Jerry Dandridge. Great, great. <laughs> that's I'm like, that's name. what I need to see in this. <laughs> He's, yes. he's Jerry, and they keep his name the same, too. He's huh. still Jerry. Wait, do you know, how much do you know about the sequel? A decent amount. Okay. Do you know if the kids are in high school, or are they, like, older? They're still in high school. Okay. They're still in high school. It's kind of the same cast. It's, like, the same, or not, the same characters. Okay. But they're not, they don't act the same way as they do in the, in this movie. Okay. They kind okay. of have different personalities a little bit yeah and it's kind of a uh, from my understanding and from reading reviews of the remake it's kind of a more shallow movie in general really meaning what yeah like it so this movie has like a lot of heart this this is like a very personality and character driven movie like you're meant to care about the characters a lot and one of the main reviews of the remake was that you didn't really care about not only did you not really care about the characters in the remake was the main complaint was you kind of didn't like some of the characters. Like, they weren't very likable. Oh, wow. Yeah, and even, like, the director and and writer, Tom Holland, who wrote and directed the original Fright Night, that was his main complaint about the remake. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I have a quote from him somewhere where it's like, he's like, oh, yeah, like, they pretty much, like, made everyone really unlikable. Like, they they made the movie, and they had, like, the scary part of it, right? But they didn't have the heart, which is what makes Fright Night Fright Night. And then Mm -hmm. he goes, but otherwise it was great. (laughs) But good. Good overall. But otherwise, it was great. Well, I mean, wait, Tom Holland from Spider-Man? You think you're so funny. <laughs> She's grinning I'm so stupid that I was like watching. I was like, Tom Holland, where have I heard that name? Not Spider-Man. What's his name? <laughs> his name's, I mean, he, it's the actor that plays the Spider-Man. Is his name Tom Holland? Yes. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it is. It's like Tom. Is it? It's Tom Holland. I looked it oh up. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it's the Tom. It's a different one. <laughs> this is the Tom Holland who wrote and directed Child's Play. Oh. Like the original one from 88. Oh. Oh. No wonder you love so, him. No, I'm obsessed with him. Because yeah. that's, my, that's, my, that's my style. Give me some 80s kitsch. Give me some practical effects. Yeah. And I'm very happy. Yeah. Give me some humor, some horror oh humor. God. The and practical there. effects in this movie. Oh, my God. So good. You, okay. Okay. Something positive. <laughs> Well, yeah. You think I'm not going to like it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you hated it. <laughs> Kate knows me well. I have, I have like, a couple of things that I've written down that I'm like, I bet she didn't like this. I bet she didn't like this. I let's bet see, she didn't like this. Let's see how well you know, how well we know each other. We her. will see, won't we? Yeah. So I think we should talk about what this movie was about, just to kind of give people a little bit of a teaser. Oh, you mean everyone didn't watch this whenever they were eight? <laughs> 
that was just me. (laughs) That was just me? Oh, okay. Well, if you guys haven't seen Fright Night, it is an 80s movie. It's about this teenager named Charlie Brewster. He's your classic, you know, teen boy next door. And he discovers that the new neighbor who just moved in, Jerry Dandridge, is a vampire. Obviously, no one believes him. So he goes to a TV show host slash vampire hunter actor (laughs) to stop the killing spree. Oh, my God. That's great. At the That's beginning, what it is, right? At the beginning, I was like, am I watching Disturbia right now? Oh, because he was watching with his binoculars. Yeah, it was like rear window, Disturbia. Like the first like half an hour, I was like, is this going to be a shot for shot Disturbia remake? No. Okay, <laughs> remake. first of all, this is older than Disturbia. <laughs> you also, know what Disturbia I mean. Also, Disturbia is, isn't Disturbia just a rear That's window That's what I mean. Remake? It was like rear yeah. window. In the beginning, yeah. yeah. And in the, in the fact that, in the sense that they were binoculars, yes. <laughs> yes. And there's a single <laughs> mom. Sense, no. And there's a love interest. Who's threatened by the killer? It's similar. It's very similar. If you want me to give you a shot by shot reference, Disturbia is one of my favorite movies. Disturbia came after this movie. I'm not saying I'm not saying that this Disturbia made this movie. I'm saying Disturbia was based on this movie. And Rear Window. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't seen Disturbia since I was on a dance team bus in like 2007. It's so good. So good. Okay. I'll have to I'll have to watch Disturbia. Shia LaBeouf, love it. I love Shia LaBeouf. I know, me too. Well, before we get into the movie proper, we should, it's time for club bulletins, obviously. So first, welcome back to all of our club members. Uh, If you're listening to us, then you're a club member. That's just how it works. And we don't have any dues for our club, but if you're super weird and you just like like paying dues and you want to support the club then you can join our patreon there's different officer rankings for different tiers of support and we have three new club officers i know really exciting so we have a new club bp james uh from connecticut and two new club secretaries hannah from washington state and john from virginia so very excited to welcome three new club officers yeah and um Y'all should go uh, vote on movies that I want to watch because I really wanted to watch <laughs> Killer Clowns. So just, you know, so you know for that you're you're forgiven this time, but for the future. I'm surprised you like Killer Clowns because I thought I you, love Killer Clowns. I thought you very much disliked clowns. I do. That's the craziest part. I don't like clowns, but there's something about those clowns. <laughs> I enjoy them. Oh, my God. Delightful. But I'll stop talking about Killer Clowns now and I'll start talking about Fright Night. To be clear, I'm really excited Fright Night won. Um, and that's what the most people were commenting on on the Patreon poll. They're like, well, obviously, it's got to be Fright Night. It's got to be Fright Night. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited that it won. I think it deserved to win. Mm-hmm. I will say that I'm an officer, and I voted, and I did vote. Did you vote for Fright Night? Yeah, oh. yeah. I was going to vote for Killer Clowns, but then I was like, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm not going to give her the satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. No, what I made you vote for Fright Night? I really wanted to watch it. I watched all three trailers, and I hadn't seen any of them before. And I wanted to watch this one. That's what I appreciate about you. You make an informed decision. Yeah. <laughs> you like do your research. That's how you voted for Train to Busan. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Are you going to tell me how you felt about this movie? You want to know now? I kind of do, but you don't have to. <laughs> I'm going to find out sooner You're or later. You're going to find out at the end. How about that? Great. TBD. Oh, God. My stomach hurts now. <laughs> she hated it. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't hate it. Well, you didn't hate it. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Okay. She didn't hate it. Well... First, I have to pick a film genre, or okay. I get to. Okay. I don't have to, but I want to. <laughs> okay. This one was just very clear, cut and dry for me. What was it? Fingernail. Fingernail. Horror. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. hundred percent. Like um, Nightmare on Elm Street falls in that yes. category. Yes. That's exactly what, that was sure. my backup for whenever you tried to challenge me. No, 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 no. Wait, you want to hear what I came up with? Yes. Okay. 
synthesizer horror. Yes. <laughs> it is synth horror, isn't it? Can yeah. we just talk about the like oh my the composer God, for so a minute? Good. I'm just going to listen to the to the soundtrack like the rest of the week. I'm going to look, <laughs> if this was like 2003 and I was like at a Barnes and Noble, <laughs> I'd be looking for this soundtrack cuz it is a bop. It is it's incredible. So good, yeah. It is so incredibly 80s it's all synthesizer music oh my god yeah and it's this composer his name is brad fidel and he was known for doing like synthy music Mm -hmm. and the two main movies i saw that most people will be familiar with is uh terminator and t2 yeah (laughs) i was like that tracks because guess what i love those soundtracks too yeah yeah they're perfect yeah it was so good. He doesn't compose film scores anymore, which is really sad. But now he focuses on writing original musicals. <gasps> Stop I know. it. I know. About what, like, like a, I don't know. I couldn't find. I looked everywhere. If anyone can find Brad Fidel's original musicals he's working on, I am interested in them. I want to know how much synth work is in them. <laughs> Not enough synth in musicals. Yeah. I'm picturing like the Dracula musical from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. From Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> Original Don't get musicals. my hopes up. Yeah. I would kill for a Dracula musical that includes like puppets. That would be incredible. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you like the music. Yeah. Yeah. The music is like a character in this movie. Yeah, that's true. I also thought of sweat horror because... For some reason. There's a lot of sweat There's in too movie. much sweat. I'm like, why is everyone like drenched in sweat? I feel like that was like they a very are. 80s thing. Because I remember like thinking the same thing about Nightmare on Elm Street. There was a lot of sweat in Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Like anytime anyone's scared, yeah, it's they're like, like very sweaty. Do people sweat that much when they're scared? I don't know. I think so. Maybe. But I think that I got that information from like 80s horror movies. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know Pop if that's culture. true. 80s, yeah. I don't know. Sweat horror, synth horror. That's all I got. I like both of those. I think fingernail horror. I think all of those <laughs> yeah. are perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, what terrible fingernails! So gross. They're gross fingernails. So yeah. if you guys haven't seen this movie, the vampire, anytime he's like vamping out, his nails are like <laughs> nine inches long. Vamping out. <laughs> yeah, he vamps out a lot in this yeah, movie. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay, so you did like things about this movie, is what I'm making. Yes. Yeah. Yay! I'll talk about. I'll talk about what specifically. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we have to talk about return on investment because that's my favorite part that no one wants to listen to. So <laughs> tell me. Budget. Budget. <laughs> budget for this movie. <laughs> so this movie was budgeted around seven to nine million dollars. Uh-huh. And so at the time, because it was Columbia who produced it or who distributed it. And at the time, that was Columbia's lowest budget production. They were making some other movie with Jamie Lee Curtis that I've never heard of. It was like a Jamie Lee Curtis and John Travolta movie what? that I've never heard of in my life. What's it called? Do you know? I don't. I for, I instantly I looked it up and then oh, I instantly no. forgot it because I was like I've n- no recollection of this movie existing. Yeah. All their money was in that basket. All their eggs were in that basket. Yeah. So they didn't have any expectations for Fright Night at all, and so they just kind of let Holland and his team do their thing. At one point, Holland is quoted as saying, "Yeah, they like never even came on set. <laughs> it was great. Oh my god." <laughs> they just didn't care. So he just got to do whatever he wanted. Nice. And in the box office, this movie, do you want to guess? Mm. Hazard or guess? Mm. Okay. And this is 80s dollars. I did not yeah. <laughs> adjust it I'm gonna for say, inflation. I'm going to say 40 million. Oh, nope. Damn. A lot less. <laughs> a lot less than that. 20. <laughs> 25, yeah. Okay. So it made like a very modest amount of money. Yeah. Which I was expecting it to make a lot more than that. But I don't know if they just didn't really advertise it much. Like, I don't know if the distribution was a problem because they just weren't 
expecting this to be a big movie yeah and Columbia just wasn't paying attention to it because I know from like being in the horror community that this is an extremely popular film yeah I've heard of it before had you mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Okay. I had never seen it, but yeah, I definitely heard it. But I was looking stuff up about it, and it did say that it was like the second highest grossing of the year that it came out. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So maybe this isn't terrible because twenty-five million in like now money sounds yeah. pathetic. Yeah, that's <laughs> really sad. Yeah, so I think they spent terrible ten percent of their budget on um, special effects. Oh yeah, or practical effects, I guess. Technically. I guess same thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the 80s, it's the same thing. Yeah. Do you know, how much do you know about, like, the special effects of this movie? Not a lot. Ugh, I know good. it's badass. That's all I got. It's badass. <laughs> so this movie, I agree, has, like, some of the best, like, special effects of, like, any movie. I watched it with Emma. Emma came over to watch it with me, and she had never seen it somehow. I don't know how she lived with my dad that long and didn't see this movie but she was like wow this like holds up she said this is more believable than most horror movies that come out today oh really and like the effects you mean the effects yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense. because everything's cg now and it's just very just boring and it's just not believable yeah but this movie's using like puppets <laughs> it's using yeah. like wires and strings and melty things mm-hmm. and contact lenses made of plastic oh my god the contact lenses they were so did you read about the contact lenses? i read a couple things about them but those poor actors they were just like bug-eyed the whole time you could tell it was like ugh, so painful Painful. yeah yeah so this was like the 80s like colored contacts just weren't a thing the way that that you just pop them in for halloween now yeah so the contacts were made with hard plastic that they had to i know (laughs) that they had to hand paint and then lacquer and then sand (gasps) <gasps> sand they had to sand them oh my god so they were really thick and really painful and so at one point amanda beers who plays amy the love interest yeah she was wearing them in a, a scene that we'll get to and it was causing her such tremendous pain and she was just really trying to endure it and go <laughs> let the show go on but eventually she just couldn't bear it and she had to take them out and then the crew realized that they had forgotten to buff <gasps> them oh no oh my mm-hmm. god yeah that's so bad yeah and evil ed he has contacts in for a a, a very long scene in the movie and so he kept his in they they were not able they were not supposed to keep him in for more than 20 minutes oh my god we should tell you what what quality they were and he kept his in for nearly 40 minutes and so he had scratches on his corneas for like months oh no my god i know i've had a scratch on my cornea it's not fun it's painful yeah yeah oh man so yeah that's the context oh no these poor guys that's so bad it's really really bad Uh, the rest of it 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 looks really good it looks cool yeah I guess it it kind of adds to like the like bug-eyed you know effect because they're just like in pain and like trying to keep their eyes open they're just trying to keep (laughs) moisture uh, in their eyes Whereas they're like bloodshot. It's compelling. Yeah. (laughs) It's not painful. That's crazy. And there's like a lot of people who were kind of big names. They still are big names in like special effects and makeup art. And so like Rick Stratton was the main makeup artist. He also worked on Beetlejuice. Yeah. And he won an Emmy for his work on X-Files, which I thought was really cool. Oh, wow. X-Files had some cool special effects too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I feel like you've told me to watch that. And I have yet to do. You so. would love. I know. X-Files. I know. I feel like you've told me to watch it before. But you would love X Files. Yeah, I could see the Beetlejuice for sure. Like I feel. Oh, like there's. Yeah. As I was watching this, I pictured like when they stretch their faces. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the claymation vibes. You're right. Yeah. There mm-hmm. is like a similar aesthetic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe that's why 
because I, I don't know if you know this, guys, but I really like Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody. And now I feel like Beetlejuice is like popular now. Like mm-hmm. it's newly popular again. Yeah. And I'm just over here like, I fucking told you guys. <laughs> I told you this was cool. I liked just it before kidding. you did. Beetlejuice has always been extremely popular. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> but it's great. It's my vibe. But you have Rick Stratton, who's like the main makeup artist. And then you have the creature design and creator person. His name was Randall, Randall William Cook. And he had also recently worked on Ghostbusters, which Ghostbusters came before this movie. And it kind of worked to their advantage because Ghostbusters use a lot of matte special effects and art that didn't that they had to that was very new for the time and so they had to like if you've seen Ghostbusters recently Mm. like the special effects are very very dated like much more dated even than Fright Night which came out just a couple of years later and so Fright Night really got to benefit off of the Ghostbusters team like making all these brand new effects for the 80s and kind of working through the kinks with a much 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 bigger budget oh wow and then Fright Night with their much tinier budget kind of got to be like okay we're gonna take all the good stuff that worked yeah (laughs) and we're gonna use that we're not gonna use the stuff that didn't work oh wow that's cool yeah it was really cool and he's he's done Ghostbusters which everybody knows but also very well known for his work on the Lord of the Rings trilogy (laughs) for which he won three consecutive Academy Awards for best visual effect wow that's awesome yeah. yeah I didn't know that so I thought that was really cool yeah yeah that's awesome yeah Lord of the Rings has some good practical effects too it's like really good yeah and really good makeup design and creature design so I just think it's really cool to like see these guys when they're like young and then just like continuing to work in the industry and just I think that's just really cool. getting better yeah exactly yeah what's your favorite like practical effects movie uh the thing the thing yeah I was gonna yeah. say I could have answered the that. thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. like was that a real question the thing at scoreboard number one <laughs> number one and it's not going anywhere it's not going anywhere but this one Fright Night rewatching it's it because so I probably good. haven't seen it in a couple of years it's really good like yeah. I'm like I'm con- every time I watch it I'm impressed with the effects again yeah. Mm-hmm. like pulling the pencil out of his hand yeah. like all these things that just look really convincing and real yeah. I'm just very impressed yeah I agree I feel like with this time frame when they knew what they were doing they made storylines almost written around their use of practical effects yes like they were like we're gonna make this guy melt and <laughs> <laughs> it's like we don't really see those scenes anymore in modern yeah. day horror because they feel like I guess it would look silly with special effects but practical effects it looks awesome because it's all wax and they just melt it it's all yeah just melt some wax i'm yeah. happy yeah <laughs> or some, melt some wax bat puppet and play it backwards and you build a hand like in this Dope. scene i know it was so cool i was like Whoa. is that how they did his hand yeah well no they did for uh we'll get there but for uh evil the ed's face. hand when he was like changing <gasps> back into a person you could tell they like melted the hand and then replayed it backwards oh that's so cool yeah. I didn't even think about that mm-hmm. that's so cool you know for a while like when I was young my dad was like you should get into like horror movie effects and Ooh. I was like I know I should <laughs> Kate you'd be so good at that I would love that I don't have like the talent for that obviously but <laughs> I decided to be a vet instead yeah. man what a mistake I know rookie mistake <laughs> I could be putting plastic lenses in people's eyes <laughs> forgetting to sand them down forgetting to sand them <laughs> super cool though so yeah I think that that's probably the highlight of this movie that and just like the 80s kitsch I think is just very oh god, yeah fun yeah. to watch yeah. <laughs> it was so good oh my god I love it uh did you recognize any of the cast of this yeah, movie because you hadn't seen it before yeah I recognized obviously um our Sarandon 
friend. Mm, Chris Sarandon. I was yeah. like, ooh, he definitely plays an evil guy in something else, and I can't think of what it was, and it's Princess Bride, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, so this is kind of weird. I've never seen The Princess Bride. What? I know. Ugh. I know. Oh, my God. I know. Judgment. I know. And so I feel like I've seen, like, bits and pieces of p- bits and pieces of it like, like whenever pop culture I'm like, references yeah, yeah like so I feel like I know everything and like I don't need to watch it which Do probably you? is not true no. it's probably not true and I need to watch it yeah but so I didn't recognize him from this Nick immediately recognized him from the Princess Bride yeah well but, he has a similar vibe in Princess Bride where he's like the pretty boy and like too cool for you and like subtly evil he is a very pretty boy yeah to be fair yeah <laughs> he's a hottie with a body for sure chris sarandon in this movie is foine f-o-i-n-e yeah. hubba hubba mama hubba hubba trubba. <laughs> <laughs> into so it attractive. and it's not just us like everybody was like obsessed with chris sarandon after this movie yeah. wait was he, was, he like, married sex symbol. to susan sarandon before or after this movie during they were married for 12 years oh, cute that's very I thought, nice. yeah, it's, it is really cute. So he was married to Susan Sarandon for 12 years, and he married someone else, some model. And then he married, I'm never going to stop talking about musicals, I'm sorry. <laughs> he married Joanna Gleason in 1994. Why is that name she's so a, familiar? She's like a, um, like a Tony Award winning actress. Into the Woods, she originated, okay. originated the, the role of the baker's wife, if you've ever seen Into the Woods. I have. Mm-hmm. But they're they're like, I'm, I actually am surprised that you've seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very I good. think... Um, like my high school did a um, play. I, I remember watching it in high school and then seeing the actual movie. And then they just like made like a live action one like yeah, five years ago. That. <laughs> all I know is Emily Blunt's in it. That's all I remember. Correct. And she's beautiful, <laughs> but no. She plays the baker's wife. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. before Emily Blunt, there was Joanna Gleason, who is still married to Chris Sarandon. It's very cute. Oh. Very cute and age appropriate. Something I always look oh, for. Thank God. And yeah, me and Kate, Hollywood hardcore men. judge. <laughs> Hollywood men. <laughs> Oh my God, Jesus! Who, who marry much, much, much younger women? Oh and I know, I know, age is. Have just you a seen number. Leonardo DiCaprio's chart of his, the ages of women that he's dated? It's really depressing. I am, please tell me it's above eighteen, and you know what I mean. Uh, like the bar is so low. It's like it's like just twenty four or less, and it's like Ew. someone made a chart on Reddit that just shows like his age is just like a linear line, and then like all the girlfriends <laughs> he's ever had is just like twenty four, twenty four, twenty four. That's so gross. I know it's bad. It made me. It, hate him I a judge bit. him for it. I'm sorry. I know. I'm so sorry. Date date a, a night because it's age just appropriate. Beautiful. Yeah, these beautiful women are like, no, I want a child. Ugh, yeah, well, Gross. that shows, like, I mean, he was a child actor. I'm sure he's emotionally stunted. No offense to anyone who loves him, but no, I feel yeah, like most no, of them No, it's are. true. Yeah, It's like Whatever. a rule of child actors. Yeah. But yeah, it makes me love Chris Sarandon, like, even more. Yeah, yeah, I agree, for sure. This is a great movie. If you like him, this is a great movie to watch him in. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. <laughs> Delicious. This was the first movie I had seen him in. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because, you know, like, I watch it as a child, and as a child, he is not attractive to me yeah he's like an fair. old man he's like 40 43 or something when he in made this, this. movie mm-hmm. oh damn yeah. good for him he uh-huh. looks great yeah now i'm watching it as an adult i'm like okay <laughs> is it warm in here oh my Ooh, yeah Ooh. you can put me under your thrall <laughs> anytime shit. yeah oh you don't God. even need to it was like low-key awkward though and we'll get to that scene i have issues with it for <laughs> Other reasons, but we'll talk about it. You're talking about the disco scene. I'm talking about the age difference, but yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I knew the second that it was happening. I'm like, oh, no. We'll get there. Yeah. We will talk about it. Yes. Do not worry. <laughs> but I this is the first movie I had seen Chris Sarandon in, but I also know him from 
Child's Play. He's the detective in Child's Play. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah, he's like the detective who's like the main oh. person like going after Chucky. It's like the detective and the mom. Wow. So he's so the good he's guy. Detective Norris. Yes, he's a good guy because he was he was reluctant to take this role because, well, a couple of reasons. One, he didn't want to be typecast as a villain. Yeah, because I think he was in um, even maybe like the year after he was in Princess Bride or right before it was like within a year that this came out. Yeah, this came out in 85. Princess Bride was 87. Okay, okay. So he did kind of start to get... He was like really <laughs> getting into that. Yeah. I mean, He's he like, plays it well. not what I wanted. Yeah. But jokes on him because Princess Bride made him very famous. Oh, God, yeah, so. yeah. So this was probably like the best thing he could have done was accepting this role in Fright Night. Mm-hmm. But he was very reluctant to do it because he didn't want to get typecast as a villain. And also he didn't... Like Tom Holland wasn't a well-known actor like or we're well-known director or writer <laughs> tom holland the actor from tom Spider-Man. holland the very well-known actor <laughs> every time you say tom holland i picture spider-man is it is that his name it's, it's his really name. tom holland yes <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> that guy's like younger than us though for real so he no, would not he's not been child. alive in the 80s i stopped with the spider-man um with uh toby mcguire same i never even watched the, the andrew garfield Spider-Man. one yeah Oh, you don't need to watch. You can skip that one. Yeah, I, I watch part of it, but I'm not familiar with any of Tom Holland, the child's me neither. stuff. Yeah. He's probably like 24 at this point, but to me, he's like eight. So <laughs> He's only like five years younger than us, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm talking about the real Tom Holland. Oh. The writer-director <laughs> from the 80s. You guys. <laughs> the one true Tom Holland. The real one. <laughs> but Chris Sarandon, wanted, he's like, I want to meet this guy before I accept this yeah role because he originally was gonna say no then he read the script and he's like oh this is really 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 good Mm -hmm. and so he flew he flew out to meet him and like they immediately hit it off and like we're really getting along and he saw oh this guy like this is a passion project for him wow he's like okay i'm in and he signed up oh my god i feel like i would do any horror movie where i could be the villain that would be so oh my god yeah it doesn't even have to be good the script can be bad yeah just put me in it i'll be a worm (laughs) i'll be a worm (laughs) i'll be anything and ariana wants to be a zombie extra so bad oh my god put me in your movie i want to (laughs) literally when people are like what would you do if you weren't a vet i'd be like i want to be a haunted house actress that's what i want to do i want to scare people how fun would that be i know Oh I was God. I Dream this job. was like a very um like a ba- baby's first haunted house but <laughs> when I lived in a boarding school for Halloween we would have competitions about what wing of the dorms we could decorate the scariest oh my god that's so cool yeah we won I'm sure both years we won of course we did I took black <laughs> garbage bags and I put them all over the walls so the entire walls were black yeah and then like I painted like baby feet climbing up the wall <laughs> Spooky. And then, of course, they were like, we need someone to, like, scare the boys. Because, like, the boys in the boys' dorm would, like, come through and, like, walk through our dorm and then vice versa. Oh, my God. And I was like, I'll do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pulled my hair in front of my face like a curtain and popped out and scared the boys. Oh, my God. It's so easy to scare boys, though. It's so it's easy. It's so easy. <laughs> Let's be real. I, I, that's all I did. I just put my hair in front of my face and I was like, blah. Yeah. So easy. You grab at them from behind the black... Uh, trash bag <laughs> I did yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put red cellophane over the lights so everything was red Ooh, that's I awesome know. I'll have to show you pictures I took a billion of them oh yeah show me proud. pics <laughs> pics <laughs> oh sorry back to Chris Sarandon Distracted. yeah the one true bay oh also for our horror peeps um this this counts as horror he is also Jack Skellington <gasps> in Nightmare Before Christmas wait what do you mean? I know. He's he's not the singing voice. Okay. That's Danny Elfman. Yeah, I was going to say. But the speaking voice is Chris Sarandon. Oh, shit. I guess I just always assumed that it was Danny Elfman also. Mm-mm. Danny Elfman just does the singing. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess they do both have, like, very low, sexy voices. Yeah, they're both very attractive to me. 
You think Danny Elfman's attractive? Yes, really? I do. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Give me that oingo boingo weirdness. I'm into it. <laughs> They're That's so different type. though in their appearance. I don't care. <laughs> Here's the thing about my type. I don't have one. Here's the thing. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's just successful, kind people. I'm yeah. like, yes. Yeah. My type. That's a good type but yeah, to have. Jerry Dandridge, our vampire next door. My type. Jerry. Oh my God. His Jerry. name is Jerry. Why is his Can name we talk Jerry? About that? I know. <laughs> Literally what? That's the worst. And everyone acts like that's fine and I not know. doesn't it's like also the n- 80s, neuter him. So <laughs> I mean, everyone has a weird name in the 80s, I feel like. Just like imagine, I don't know. Like imagine nowadays if you had like a spooky neighbor, a spooky neighbor, you find out he's a vampire and everyone's like, what's his name? Gary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's not that far off from Jerry. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Dandridge and whenever he's trying to like pretend to be a human in front of people and he wears a turtleneck and like the most 80s sweater ever oh my god I know and eating an apple or like a little mandarin orange do you know why he's yeah eating all I was fruit? gonna ask you that <laughs> I was dying I was like what is with this apple thing and then I was like thinking about twilight and I was like is it like a thing is it like a trope is that why the fucking guy in twilight does it kind of I guess because it's fruit bat Kinda. right <laughs> yes that's it so yeah in this movie th- you don't see like Jerry's either eating a person <laughs> or he's eating fruit yeah and he does both of them a lot yeah it's like every scene he's eating some sort of fruit yeah he's eating an apple a lot or like something and you, you should tell them you should tell them why he's eating the fruit because while I was watching I'm like there's gotta be a reason yeah for the fruit. same I was like is this like a thing especially like apples because like apples are like this very symbolic or whatever yeah but no apparently like the actor or the director was like asked and he was like oh it's because they were like maybe he's part fruit bat lol <laughs> yeah sarandon did that oh really yeah sarandon oh was like he apparently did research into bats talk about a well-prepared actor <laughs> oh my God. i'm telling you i love chris sarandon <laughs> he's perfect <laughs> And he discovered that most of the world's bat populations are fruit eating. And so he's like, okay, so Jerry probably has like a lot of fruit bat in his DNA. Except no, that's and the whole point of a vampire bat being separate from a fruit bat. <laughs> Except no, they're not going like, to be and create. You're so close, Chris. Like, you're, you're right. Most of the world's bat populations do eat fruit. You gotta be Except one or the for other. the ones that drink blood. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really be both, but all right. I'm fine with it. You know, I'm fine with it. And so they went with it and they're like, yeah, maybe it's like a cleansing his palate after he eats someone kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. I was like, I was like, maybe it's like, oh, like they need to, he's pretending to be a human. So he's like eating something, you know, because I think they do that in Twilight too, where they're like, oh, "Oh, we have to eat something to pretend we're human and whatever. So they just go for fruit. Yeah. Because it's just like something to like do or whatever. That's what I was thinking or like a prop. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Turns out it's a fruit bat thing. Because apparently okay. he's part fruit bat. <laughs> I was dying. His, aunt, his great aunt was a his fruit great, bat, okay? He's one eighth fruit bat. Disrespectful. <laughs> he's one eighth fruit bat. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. I'm totally fine with that. Well, I thought um, because he has his, what's his name? I can't remember what the actor's name is. He's like the toady guy. Oh, you're talking about Billy Cole? Yeah, Billy Cole, who's like the Renfield character. Like if you're familiar with Dracula, there's like, his like human sidekick person. So you think like, this guy was a- human? Yeah. No way. How did he not die then? You know what? That's a really good question. We'll talk about it when I get there. I have that. I have a whole <laughs> spiel about it because I'm like, there's no way. Oh, but his name I'm is excited. Jonathan Stark in the movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Stark. 
You know he has an Emmy too. Everyone in here has Emmys. Wait for what though? Yeah, he wrote the episode of Ellen, where Ellen comes out of the closet. <gasps> oh, is that crazy? That's Isn't that sweet? Awesome. And he got and he's also been with his wife for like thirty years. Aww. I checked. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love him even more now. Me and Kate need to know that you're <laughs> in a healthy relationship. <laughs> With your significant other. Otherwise, we're not into it. You can be single. That's fine. Yeah. You can, you know, have someone who's older than you if you're a guy. That's fine. Yeah. But Don't if you're be in Hollywood. Don't be fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. No. We, no DiCaprios. Stop no that shit. Stop it. Uh-uh. Not in <laughs> Gross. It. Yeah. We have strong opinions about We sure do. Male actors. Uh, well, speaking of male actors, we should probably talk about the other ones. Oh, so okay. there's um, Roddy McDowell is Peter Vincent. He, I, I wasn't super familiar with him because I think he's a bit before my time, but upon researching him, this guy is a film legend. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a film legend. So Peter Vincent is like the vampire hunter on TV that Charlie, the boy next door kid, reaches out to to get help on mm-hmm. on hunting this vampire. Because <laughs> like, what else do you do? Who else do you reach out yeah, to? Yeah, I was so confused about it. The I'm guy like, on TV. Is this guy confused? Does he think this is a reality show? Like, why does he think this guy's really going to help him? Well, if you think about it, if you're like... He didn't think vampires were real until one moved next door. And so he's like, maybe there's some truth to this. Maybe other people know about it. But in the show, they show him murdering people slash vampires, which are obviously not actually happening. So it's just very well. Weird. Yeah, it's he's in movies, but like, sh- who the fuck else are you gonna reach out to? Your friends think you're crazy. Uh, Your mom thinks that you're having nightmares. I'd be like, excuse me, local television host. That's so weird. And also, how does he know where he lives? Like, I have so many questions. Like, I don't know how they know where he lives. Some, that I don't know. But he he does. She shows up to where he works. He shows up to like the local. But he also shows up station. to where he lives though. Later, mm, back in the day, I guess you just looked in the yellow pages, right? Oh wow, that's so terrible that you could I mean, just you do could, that. like I would just like look and I'd find my friend's addresses so I can like random letters and stuff wow I don't like You're that creepy. now <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> well now you probably just google it you know what I mean oh no oh god creepy so, I know oh god indeed <laughs> but Roddy McDowell he plays Peter Vincent um and this guy is an absolute legend he was in the original Planet of the Apes films oh wow I didn't know um that. he was Caesar who's like the main character in the Planet of the Apes films and he was in like a ton of stuff all all throughout like the 40s 50s 60s Mm. uh, and on and he's actually a founding member of the national film or he was r.i.p um founding member of the national film preservation board Mm. who is that's the those are the peeps who like select the movies for preservation by the library of congress oh wow so he was a very 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 big deal yeah Yeah, very Mm -hmm. important and apparently just like a really awesome guy to work with oh that makes it better that's awesome Uh, chris sarandon was talking about how he was like the yoda on set because he was like everyone's mentor everyone kind of really looked up to him yeah apparently he would walk around with just like a big camera and just make home videos all the time oh yeah yeah but they don't know where the videos are at oh they don't videos go yeah no one's seen the videos that's so sad i know they're they'll find him in like 20 years oh i hope so he passed from pancreatic cancer um but apparently it was like he had like a friend who was taking care of him the whole time and the friend was like, yeah, it was very peaceful. And it was exactly how he wanted it to be. And Oh, wow. Yeah. How old was he? I got very attached to this guy. When he died? He was like 70s. Okay. He wasn't the oldest. Right. Hmm. I know. Did you see really how sad. they created his character name? Yes, I did. But I want you to tell me. <laughs> so I forget where Peter came from. I know it was like a similar character. But I know Vincent came from Vincent Price. Yeah, Vincent Price. Um, so, and Peter came from Peter Cushing, who was also like hugely famous for all of his work in like the old school 
horror films. Like ma- the Frankenstein films, mainly he was Baron Frankenstein, oh. but also five of the biggest Dracula films of that time of like old time Hollywood. He was Van Helsing. Oh, wow. And he was in The Mummy, like the old original Mummy. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, so I know it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows Vincent Price. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, he, they, so it's Peter Cushing, Vincent Price to make Peter Vincent, but you know, they, that Tom Holland wrote that role for Vincent Price. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's good. I like that. It was really cute. And then Price was like, no, thank you. Yeah. Vincent Price was like, I'm trying to get out of that whole vibe. (laughs) I'm in all of the other horror movies. I don't want to be in yours, but thank you so much. You know, he's seen Fright Night. Oh, really? Yes. So he's seen Fright Night, um, because McDowell, of course he knows Vincent Price. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were friends. And so McDowell um, invited Tom Holland over to a dinner party with Vincent Price. And mm. Vincent Price came up to him and was like, he was like talking about how he was so flattered that the role was like, like in homage to him. Yeah. And then he says that, um, I have a quote, it's so cute. The film was, quote, wonderful. And he thought Roddy did a wonderful job. Roddy. Roddy. Cute. <laughs> so <Aww>. cute. <laughs> He did good so I thought that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And Peter Vincent's whole character, um, Tom Holland, basically explains that whenever he was writing this movie, he had the the main idea. Like, he had the bones of, okay, what if there's, like, a boy vampire moves in next door nobody believes him? But then he's like, but, but then what? Like, then what does he do? And so whenever he came up with the idea of the television host hosting, you know, Fright Night, hosting the B-horror movies at night, that's when he was like, oh – this is all this is all coming together and then he like wrote everything in like a week or something like that wow. and he talks about how charlie's character who's like you know basically the protagonist of the movie charlie is basically the the main part of the movie he's the main focus of the movie but peter vincent's character is the heart of the movie oh that's Isn't very that nice yeah that's very cute i could see that i guess we should talk about charlie though <laughs> yeah yeah, Charlie. I like Charlie. Charlie's great. There's just not as much to talk about him. I mean, he's very he's predictable character. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very predictable character. And that's just, you know, that's just the character. Yeah. But I thought this was kind of cool. And I'm sure you already know this because <laughs> this seems like a fact that you would know. <laughs> what? Maybe he auditioned against Charlie Sheen. Oh, yes. I did know that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I would if I won an audition against Charlie Sheen I would be telling everybody they said that they tried to do Charlie Sheen but he didn't have enough of like a nice guy next door vibe which is totally fair (laughs) yeah that doesn't work doesn't really fit he doesn't have that naivete exactly a little like boyish yeah which was very important for Charlie's character I feel like yeah yeah I like Charlie a lot Mm -hmm. I liked Amy a lot oh I loved Amy oh my god Amy's great yeah Amy's the girlfriend, and um, she's openly lesbian, which I think oh, is really dang, cool. Oh, really? Is she yeah. with a significant other? No, but she has an adopted child, <gasps> an adopted daughter. Stop. That's very Look nice. Aw. That's perfect. But that just made me really happy. Yeah. Um, she's just really cool. Oh, my God. And then, of course, we have to talk about Evil Ed. Oh, my God. Evil Ed. I was going to say, speaking of, you know, gay representation in horror. Yeah, because <laughs> he's openly gay, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Literally watching this, I was like, hands down MVP of this movie. Fucking <gasps> Evil Ed's character. I was dying the whole time. I was convinced you would hate him. No. At first I was I like, was convinced. at first I was like, this guy's kind of annoying. And then I was like, oh, I get it. You're fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> to what do I owe this dubious pleasure? <laughs> Even when he was ev- like evil. First of all, I was like, why are they calling him evil? That's pretty stupid and weird. They're just mean. And then I was like, oh. 
they're just being mean to him for some reason. Like, he's kind of you're, a weirdo. Oh, it's bullying. I yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. In the 80s, you just bullied each other. I it know. was, like, not a big deal. Yeah, now bullies are uncool. For all the young people Now they're people not cool anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you're not cool if you're a bully. That's right. <laughs> Hashtag stop bullying. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely thought you weren't going to like Evil Ed. Oh, my God. The funniest shit ever. I was dying. He's so funny. Yeah. He's so enjoyable. Yeah. You're so cool, Brewster, is iconic. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. Uh, his yeah. laugh. Yeah. Yeah. His freaking maniacal laugh. Yeah. I love his laugh. It's perfect. Yeah. Me too. Definitely I look, anytime he was in a scene, I would just like be lifted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My soul was just like, yay. Well, it's, he's just like so real because like they're like having a conversation at the front of the scene and he's like in the back of the scene, like chuckling and like snickering under his breath. And I'm just like, <laughs> This is so real life because, like, that's what I would be doing if we were talking about freaking vampires. I'd just be like, okay, yeah. these people are crazy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, whenever he's explaining to Charlie, he's like, all right, you're going to have to get a lot of garlic. Yeah, yeah. You need this cross. Yeah. He's, like, into the $8 thing. He's like, oh, what are you going to give me? He's like, oh, I have $8. And he's like, oh, he's okay. Like, yes. <laughs> that's, like, $21 these days. I looked it up. I was like, what is $8 translated? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, when you're, like, in – High school, $21 yeah. is a lot if of dollars. If someone's like, I'll give you 20 bucks to do something, hell yeah, you do that when you're in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The difference between like a bad weekend and a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I had to work three hours for $21 at minimum wage when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just have to tell you to wear garlic? Ab- there you go. Yeah, yeah. You should know this. You watch Fright Night every night, I know. Charlie. I'm like, how do you not know this on your own? Yeah. I guess that's what people uh, didn't know these things before the internet. I don't know. I feel like... But he watches movies about vampires. Yeah. Why would Evil Ed... All the time. Yeah. Why does Evil Ed know these things, but not... Is it not common knowledge? I don't know. Charlie seems oblivious. Yeah, I agree. No, you're not wrong. For sure. All right. Do you want me to talk about the plot? Since we've talked about the whole movie. (laughs) I guess we should. I guess the time has come (laughs) to talk about the plot of this movie. Uh, Okay. All right. Um, so the beginning of the movie opens on a high school guy, Charlie, and a girl, Amy, making out in a bed, and they're watching... On the floor On first. the floor. <laughs> yeah, you just, like, hear them talking. It's like, where are they? And then, then they're, like, on the floor when there's a perfectly good bed right next to them. They're on the floor with, like, a bunch of pillows padding the floor. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> understand <reason>. why. <laughs> um, anyway, they're watching, like, a horror movie TV channel, and it's hosted by Peter Vincent. It's Fright Night. That's important. Night. I didn't realize it was. Fr- I was like, where does this Fright Night come in? Yeah, I didn't realize like, Welcome through. to Fright Night. I didn't realize. Oh my halfway God. Through. How did you even. I was like, please tell me you realized it before the end of the movie. Like halfway through, I was like, oh, the TV show is called Fright Night. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, Whoosh. Whoosh. Usually I'm pretty good at picking stuff up. I think I'm focused on little things too much. Uh-huh. You were like, why are they on the floor? I know. I'm like, what? What's going on? Um, Anyway, so Charlie looks outside and sees, like, his neighbors moving, his new neighbors, so people just, like, moved in, and they're, like, moving a coffin into the basement, and he's, like, telling his girlfriend, Amy, that he sees this, and he's, like, come look, and she's, like, mad, because he, she thinks he's, like, ignoring her or whatever, and so she, like, he is ignoring she, her. like, runs <laughs> off, yeah, yeah, he, is he makes a her. big fuss about how she won't, like, take her shirt off, pretty much, dude, I'm so over this bullshit from the fucking 80s, you know I'm gonna fucking talk about it, I, you should talk hate about it. it, I hate it when men in 80s movies get pissed at women for not putting out, pisses me off, I'm, like, dude, mm-hmm. no one owes you this shit, they don't, and poor Amy, she's, like, 
upset and then she's like no you're right i know i'm like no bitch he's not fucking right no you're right and then she takes her little top off and gets under the i hate it okay charlie i'm ready no uh and and then he does ignore her and he's looking out the window granted at like a vampire moving in next door dude straight up if if he was like if if will was like there's someone next door moving a coffin i'd be like where I wouldn't be, like, pissed that he's ignoring me. I'd be, like, show me. I would be pissed Picks. if he made a big deal about me not taking my shirt off, and then I took my Same. shirt off, and he wasn't paying attention. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the furious. world loves to gaslight women. That's the that's the fun of it all. <laughs> You're not wrong, Ariana. <laughs> You're not wrong. Ugh. And then, okay, so then the next day, Charlie's talking to his mom, and he's like, oh, like, who's next door? And she's like, oh, I guess the house finally sold. And the guy is meant to be really attractive, and he has a... You're damn right, Charlie's mom. Yeah, I know. I'm glad she's, like, on on the prowl. And she's like... She is on the prowl. (laughs) She's like, apparently he has a live-in carpenter, which, of course, in 80s code is boyfriend, obviously. And she knows that. I know. Live-in carpenter? Oh, great. I'm living... Most thinly veiled bullshit I've ever (laughs) heard. I'm like, are we not even going to try here? Live-in carpenter? (laughs) He lives here, and he's a carpenter. And he woodworks wink wink <laughs> you know that there's like there was meant to be gay subtext between them. oh yeah yeah i know did you pick up on that i didn't uh, really the part where i forget what part it is but like i know what part it is the part where they like hug and he's hugging him from behind and i'm like oh okay i get it no not even i forgot about that part yeah. no it wasn't that part i was thinking about the part where um it's after jerry <laughs> after jerry. the vampire freaking jerry <laughs> jared Va- jerry gets jared gets a pencil shoved through his hand and he's really angry and he calls charlie on the phone we'll get there but um and and his uh, renfield guy what's his name billy cole billy cole the living carpenter is yeah. like cleaning his hand and apparently the director tom holland was like okay now like get on your knees when you're cleaning his hand oh damn and so he's on his knees as um jerry is pulling the w- the window shade down mm-hmm and so Jonathan Stark, who plays Billy Cole, says, and I have a quote from him, which is great. Oh, love it. He, he says, I remember I'm cleaning his hand. And Tom Holland said, no, get down on your knees. And I said, OK, Tom. And then I, when I saw the film, I thought, oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like reading about it. And it was like the actors didn't even understand the gay subtext until they saw the movie. And they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> there it is. Uh, OK, got it. Gotcha. <laughs> oh i love it i love it yeah because when the way they present themselves as trying to be like humans yeah is like a very they seem to be a very sweet gay couple yeah yeah i mean i they would slip under the radar a little bit for me in common common times yeah no i agree completely i love that they like pretend but like not really by even bothering to say he's a live-in carpenter like what even is living carpenter yeah what is a living carpenter don't worry about it. Oh, well, man. they need a living carpenter later. Later, they're smashing things They're smashing up left and wood. right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why they have a living carpenter. Yeah, apparently. Then the next night, Charlie sees this like really attractive girl who's going into their house, who apparently is a former Playboy bunny IRL. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> really cool. Yeah. The next morning, he sees on the news that she's murdered. Which, uh, up dun, to this dun. point, shot for shot, Disturbia. Just saying. Is it really? Yes. Literally, he sees, like, a woman get murdered, and then he sees it on the news, and he has a single mom, and the mom invites the guy over, and the guy's, like, threatening him, like, low-key, and, like, he doesn't, his mom's, like, oblivious to it. It's, like, shot for shot. 
I'm just saying. I'm going to watch Disturbia now. And it has Shia LaBeouf. So if you want to see this movie. I love Shia LaBeouf. But with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, me too. Don't get me wrong. I love, what's his name? William Ragsdale is his name. He plays Charlie Brewster. He's adorable. I think he's great in this role. I I would like to see Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yes. Well, then you should watch Disturbia because. Quick fun fact about Charlie Brewster, yeah. about William Ragsdale. Um, he went to Hendricks College, which is in Arkansas. It's like a small liberal arts college that my sister went to. Oh, that's Isn't cool. Isn't that cute? I didn't know that. I was like, that's super cool. That's awesome. Did he get like an acting yeah. degree or like a different? Uh, you know, at liberal, liberal arts colleges, it's like, what is a degree? Yeah, you kind of like make fair. up your own degree. My sister's degree was bioethics, which is not real. What is that? It's fine. It's fine. Like she's a doctor now, so it worked. But like. Bioethics? It, it's like a, yeah. Wow. Bio, it was mostly biochemistry, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds about right. Bioethics. But yeah, bioethics. So maybe it was like like don't, vampire don't acting clone people. or something. <laughs> yeah, the, cloning is problematic. Here's your Let's degree. Let's talk about it for a full degree. That's right. Here's your diploma. Here's your diploma. No offense to anyone who has a bioethics. Just educate me. I don't know what it is. Here's the thing. No one has that degree because it's made up. Sarah. And she's the first one to say it. I don't know what your degree is. She's the first one to say. <laughs> she took real classes. She took biochem sure classes, she and she is a medical doctor. She's so a medical don't doctor. Shed a tear I'm for sure her. she fucking yeah. I'm sure she did her. She's fine. Share of hard work. Yeah, but yeah, it's a made up degree, and he probably has one similar. So I'm imagining that his is like vampire acting. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I got an A in vampire acting. I'd be great for this role. A plus <laughs> plus. A plus. <laughs> Love oh it. Oh my god. Okay. Um. So then. Um, the next night he's like looking through the window and he like actually sees, uh, Jerry with a different girl. And then he like sees Mm -hmm. Jerry, like bite the girl vampire style and like sees like a creepy hand, like a vampire hand in the window. And he's like, Ooh, yeah. So, uh, (laughs) um, at this point, um, Charlie goes to the cops and he's like, Oh my God, my neighbor's a vampire, which is so dumb. It's like, why would you not just tell him that like you saw, the girl who is now dead at that guy's house the night before she died. You don't have to say, he's a vampire. He's a coffin in the basement. Like, you have yeah, to be smart. real hard. Yeah. All you have to do is be like, oh, I saw this girl who's now dead. And they would have believed you. You don't have to, like, go all crazy. But anyway, they get mad and then they stop helping him because they're like, you're fucking crazy, which is fair. Um, he, no, it's not. This is the world's worst detective. He's like, go in the basement. That's where the garbage bags full of bodies are. And the guy's like, yeah, I'll show you. It's fine. I'll yeah. show you. Yeah. And he's like, and the detective is like, no, this is terrible. Don't you ever bother me again. If you ever call the station again, I'm going to put you in jail for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I mean, again, this is in Disturbia. Just saying. That exact scene. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> okay, I got to watch Disturbia. Um, well, speaking, um, uh, I, God, we're talking about Billy Cole's character a lot more than I thought we would. Um, I need, he's a very intriguing character. He is. Yeah. He really is. This is like the, the Renfield character, the live-in <laughs> carpenter, what have you. Yeah. And he, whenever he auditioned for this role, mm-hmm. he was trying to be like a much bigger guy and he wasn't like a really big bulky guy. So he wore like a lot of padded clothing. Oh, really? And, mm-hmm, and his audition was this scene where he's basically the detective, the detective comes in and he's trying to explain himself like, oh, no, no vampire here, officer. Yeah. And the way it was originally written, it was meant, it was intended to be delivered very straight. 
Yeah. And he didn't deliver it straight. <laughs> if you've seen the yeah. movie, he's very like, ooh, vampire. Like, ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> these kids these days. Yes. And like making fun of Charlie yeah. with the detective. And that was entirely um, Jonathan Stark, the actors, oh. doing. And then he got the role. And it took a long time for the, it to go into production. So he didn't hear back about the role for like months. Oh, and he thought Which he worked out because he like got to like beef up and like bulk up. And then he got the role and he was like, yeah. Oh, wow. Ready for it. Interesting. Man, being an actor must be so hard. It sounds really it difficult. Sounds so I don't want to do it. <laughs> you just have to like take it. risks and then like, oh my God. Oh, I have to work out? Yeah, and then oh. you have to like work out and maybe not even get a role that you're working out <laughs> not for. Not even get it. <laughs> but I don't remember thinking he was particularly like like beefy. No, I didn't either. Yeah. Maybe he was so like. He must have been a really scrawny boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I kind of feel like Chris Sarandon was a little bit scrawny too. I feel like he could have been bigger. Just saying. He was also like 40 mm. fucking three. So you know what? Maybe he looks good Damn. for a 43-year-old. The fact that I am now attracted to 43-year-old men <laughs> I mean, is bizarre. I have a shirt that has Charlie from Twilight on it. So here we are. <laughs> Clearly, I've accepted that. Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Okay. Back to Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. I can't, I can't talk about Chris anymore. It's just... Oh, I know. I know. It's a lot. Dreamy. <laughs> um, so then... Jerry sneaks into his house the next night and Jerry, like a, I can't he like attacks him by like throwing him across the room and like choking him and whatnot and then um at some point Charlie like stabs Jerry with a wooden pencil which I don't know if it's supposed to be like a mini wooden stake is that like the vibe like he's a vampire I think and, yeah I think okay. it's like if you stab them with like a stake anywhere it's very painful very bad okay Okay. And not good for them. At first I was but like, yeah, wait, heart is, is it because it's lead? And then I was like, is there like a lead thing with the vampires? But it's not. It's like a wooden stake, right? It's probably the wood. Yeah, okay. that's more based in the literature. Okay. It's the wood. I couldn't remember like how you kill a vampire until the end of this movie. And I was like, oh. Yeah. What? Yeah, I couldn't remember. Okay. Because I thought it was a silver a... bullet, but that's a werewolf. No. Know, Ariana. I'm Ariana. I'm dumb. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, No. The w- you have three ways of killing a vampire. Okay, tell me. You can stake them in the heart. With what? A wooden stake. With a wooden stake. Okay. A wooden stake. Crossbows are great. <laughs> harpoons. Um, <laughs> harpoons if they're wooden. <laughs> wooden harpoons. Two, you can cut their head off. You can decapitate them. Oh, wait, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. These are the Buffy rules, but these oh, are also okay. the rules for most most modern horror. Okay. Most modern vampire horror. Oh, wait, you're right. I guess they do talk about decapitation in uh, Twilight. LOL. My only, LOL. My only so reference is Twilight. Twilight. I'm a millennial, whatever. <laughs> Just watching Twilight and eating her avocado I, toast and drinking I her rosé. I unironically like Twilight. It's fine. I know you do. <laughs> You just told me you have a shirt with someone from Twilight on it. That was that's an ironic. Tw- it's it's fine. All right, continue. No, it's not. You can say it's ironic, but it's not. We all know what it is. All right, all right. And three, you can light them on fire. Shit. Damn. And the sun works well for that. Oh, okay, that makes sense. The rules are simple. They are finite, apparently. And that's what they are. Okay. And a silver bullet is for werewolves, Ariana. I know. I didn't know. Ah. But like crucifixes are also a thing or crosses. I don't know. I guess mm-hmm. there's no difference to a vampire, whatever. And then also garlic somehow repels them, right? Garlic. Holy water. Oh, yeah. So that's that's technically a fourth way you can kill them mm-hmm. if you can get enough holy water mm-hmm. in or on them. Yeah, which comes into play in this movie, mm-hmm. apparently. I appreciate the amount of vampire lore that's in this Me movie. Me too. Me too, yeah. So Charlie freaks out, and he's like, 
you know, the cops won't help me. Who can I go to? So he goes to Peter Vincent for some reason, even though Peter Vincent's like a character on a TV show. I don't know why he goes to him. What else are you going to (laughs) do? I don't know. Anyone else? My first thought would not be like, let me go to this person who plays a vampire murderer. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I probably would. He's a character. Well, (laughs) up until yesterday, we didn't think vampires existed. So... Uh I don't understand. We're, we're reaching out to who we can. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Also, Jerry the vampire just basically just threatened his life and said, hey, tomorrow I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's desperate. So, sure. We're sweating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're sweating bullets. <laughs> silver bullets. We're sweating silver bullets. <laughs> All the sweat. Sweat work. And you know, for this scene, I thought this was interesting. Charlie, uh, William Ragsdale, who plays Charlie, he had broken his ankle while filming oh really yeah broke it (gasps) and um so for a lot of um these scenes this scene in particular was a major one that they shot with him still in a cast oh wow yeah which is interesting because you can you see his feet at some point you see his foot like kicking the pinball machine as he's being lifted in the air but they like wrapped his cast in other things they could have used literally anyone's feet for that they could have used a foot double they might have used a foot double for parts of it but they did still wrap his foot in things to use it in shots yeah did he hurt his ankle on set? On set, oh. yeah. Oh, but probably while he was wearing contact lenses and fumbling he fell. around. Yeah, <laughs> actually, he didn't have. He's like one of the few people that doesn't wear those horrific contact lenses. Oh yeah, you're right. In this movie, yeah. But yeah, he was he was wearing a cast, and then Chris Sarandon, who was like you know choke holding him up in the air, right for that scene, yeah. holding him in a chokehold. He's He's holding him in a chokehold in his right hand, but his left hand is like pushing a furniture dolly that has oh, William yeah. on it <laughs> to move him. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, you can kind of tell because to be honest, like that was one of the first things I noticed was like when he was holding him up by his neck, like his hand wasn't like pushing on his neck at all. Like it wasn't well, even like he was holding him pretty tight. Like I was just like, oh, yeah. it's clear that this is fake, but okay. He was trying to push a furniture doll. He was doing too many things time. at the same time. <laughs> he was doing away. Yeah. I, I, I promise I'm going to stop talking about Chris Sarandon. <laughs> never When I'm stop. dead, yeah. never. <laughs> never stop. But just something else that made me um, love him yeah. was um, Charlie William Ragsdale was talking about in an interview how – the makeup for whenever he would transform, uh-huh. whenever Chris Sarandon's character would transform into a vampire, which first of all, very cool. Yeah, the coolest. I like their take on vampires. Oh my god, yeah, it's very they're buffy. like grotesque. Yeah, it is very buffy. <laughs> Damn it, that's why I like it. But yeah, the vampire transformation scenes are so great. That's not the fun fact. That's just my opinion. <laughs> they're great. Just a quick fun fact, this is a great this is awesome. transformation. Yeah. <laughs> but the the makeup is really grotesque and really intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took up to eight hours to put Sarandon's makeup on. Oh my god. For these transformations. Yeah. And at one point he they did his full and he and he Sarandon had some experience in makeup art. Don't ask me how, but he had some experience in it. So while most of the most of the makeup artists were working on his face, he would do some of the stippling himself while they were working oh, on wow. it. He'd do his he'd he do his own nails. He's probably like, I need to get out of this fucking chair. It's been eight yeah, goddamn he's hours. Like, Let's go. Let's fucking do it. But he did a full eight hours of makeup and they came in the, the one of the production assistants came in and was like, hey actually we aren't able to shoot this scene. <gasps> And he was just, and all he said was, okay. And then he just started taking it off. Oh my God. He was probably like, I'm dying inside. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he was really cool about it. Cause William Ragsdale was talking about, he was like, I would have lost my ever loving mind. But this yeah. guy was just like, okay. And just took it off. Except, um, I'm pretty sure at some point he was quoted to say that if he didn't learn how to meditate or 
undergo hypnosis, he would have gone crazy. Um, absolutely, yes. <laughs> I didn't say this wasn't excruciating. He's probably just like I said. Dying he's a champ. <laughs> he's a champ. I can I can barely sit still long enough to like swipe my BB cream across my face. Eight hours. I'm, I couldn't do this. Eight hours is like a full work day. Not for like a full work me or day. you because we're vets, obviously, and like we work way too much. But like well, true, like a business day is eight hours. Like, can you imagine going in your whole day is makeup and then you shoot for like an hour and then you're done? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, there's a transformation that we'll talk about later because I don't want to spoil anything yet. Mm. That took eighteen hours. Mm, I know which so one it you're could be about. worse. Yeah. yeah, you do because it's a really good it's one. Fucking cool <laughs> it's really cool yeah. but it's 18 hours of makeup yeah yeah anyway back to back to jerry back to charlie yes so um charlie goes to peter vincent and he's like help me um and peter vincent's like uh that's actually a character and like fuck off because you're crazy <laughs> Um, and also he got fired I thought that was so yeah sad. yeah so the character apparently gets fired from his like little gig as like a host on fright night because the kids these days don't like vampire lore or whatever so he's and like it's kind of true if you think about a it little like bit upset. Yeah. in the 80s like the late 70s and early 80s or even just late 70s 80s mm-hmm. outright everyone was going for like Halloween slasher yeah hack em up you know Friday the 13th yeah Things like that. That became much more popular, and this old school horror yeah. wasn't popular anymore. And I and that's one thing that I really appreciate about Tom Holland is he found a way to like bring back this like retro like Dracula esque yeah. horror. That's a good point. But not making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. Like he did it in a really brave way. He's like, no, I'm being extremely earnest about it, but we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. I'll stop giving my opinion so we can no, get I through totally, the plot. I totally agree with. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Yeah, because at some point he says, um, the character says, kids these days don't like vampires. Like, they like men in ski masks chopping up virgins, which is, like, a direct reference to, like, Friday the 13th or Halloween or whatever, Texas Chainsaw. Also really classy that Tom Holland will, like, make these, you know, have this commentary about, yeah, old school horror is dying, but he's not like butthurt about it because two years later, he's like, I'm going to make Child's Play, which is about a demonic <laughs> toy. Yeah, he's um, like, a, a this is what you want. I'll give you what I'll you want. You. Here you go. Here you go. I'm going to launch a franchise. Y'all don't know what you asked for yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Big fan of Tom Holland, not the Spider-Man. Yeah, every time you say it, I think of him. I'm sure he's great. I'm sure he's great. <laughs> but he's not the one true <laughs> Tom, Tom Holland. <laughs> Everyone loves Tom Holland. You have to be careful what you say. Young Tom Holland? Yeah. I just don't watch those movies, so I just don't know him very well. Yeah, I don't either, but yeah. I'm sure he's great. Yeah. Okay, so then he decides to get help from this weird guy in class named Evil Ed for some reason. I don't know if it's like Evil Ed. They're friends. See, it seems like they're friends, but then I feel like the vibe is that like Evil Ed's like the uncool like guy who gets bullied. So I don't think Charlie is very cool. I agree. I agree. But I mean, he has a hot girlfriend, so maybe he is. Yeah, he is swinging out of his league. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's definitely like the nice guy character. Yeah, I could see him being like a little bit less cool, but yeah, he's not a cool dude <laughs> yeah that's not what I got yeah from it. you're right and he's failing trick he's not even smart anyway yeah see <laughs> and I and I like I love the evil ed like makes fun of him for failing trick I know I'm like no one cares about that shit in high school especially like teenage guys like who cares if you're not good at school well if he, he's like you're gonna try to make fun of me while you're actively fa- failing trig nice try yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I also love that he just is like Evil Ed. That's just like such a weird name. Like that's so like uncreative. I don't know. It's just I want a cool nickname like that. Evil Ed. Yeah, it's got to have some alliteration to oh, it. It's so weird. Okay. Anyway, it is weird, <laughs> but I'm here for it. So then he goes to Evil Ed like at his home and is like, Evil Ed, you gotta help me. I have a vampire that lives next door, and he's like, kind of doesn't believe him, but it's like whatever like and then the guy offers him eight dollars to tell him everything he knows about (laughs) how to kill a vampire and so he's like oh like you got to get garlic and you got to like make a wooden steak and so charlie decides that he's gonna get like a fuck ton of candles for some reason no one (laughs) no one said anything about candles doing shit so like everyone goes into his room ariana (laughs) what are these candles for and there's like so many it's like a fire hazard ambiance so so amy his girlfriend and ed decide they're gonna like check on him and they come into his room and it's just like 1000 candles and he's like sitting on his bed making a wooden steak and there's like yeah there's like garlic (laughs) hanging in the window and it's just like very like oh this guy's like off the deep end now like he's fucked up and i yeah so they're like okay like he's clearly freaked the fuck out like we need to like help him you know, realize that he's being a little bit nuts Delusional. right now. <laughs> yeah. So they decide that they're going to bother this actor again, this Peter Vincent guy again, and be like, hey, like, he likes your show. Come over to this, quote, vampire's house and help us test this, quote, vampire and prove that he's not a vampire so, like, Charlie will shut the fuck up about it. And so Peter Vincent's... A sweet idea. <laughs> yeah. And so Peter Vincent's like, you guys are fucking crazy, but... They're like, we'll give you $500. And he was like, okay. And okay. <laughs> because he like just lost his job and he was like, okay. And so he brings some tap water in a vial that he's pretending is holy water. And he brings like a mirror that he used when he was an actor in a vampire movie that he used to like prove that the other guy was a vampire by not having a reflection or whatever. So he has like a mirror and a vial of tap water. And so they show up at this guy's house and they bring Charlie along. They go inside the house and everything's fine and everything's chill. And they like get Jerry to drink the tap water. That's not blessed. And he drinks it fine because it's not actual holy water. Charlie's smart. And he's like, Oh, I guess it wasn't blessed. There's no way like definitely a vampire. And they're all like, no, unconvinced. you're fucking crazy. Yeah. And so <laughs> as Peter Vincent's walking away, he looks in his little mirror and he sees that Jerry doesn't have a reflection. And then he like freaks out and drops the mirror and there's like shards on the ground. And then he like gets the fuck out of there with everyone as soon as he can. But then Jerry finds the shard of mirror and is like, oh, fuck, they all know I'm a vampire now. So he's like after them. Yep. Got to clean up. Yeah. Clean up. <laughs> so then as Peter Vincent's getting into his car, he's like, yeah, I guess like this guy's a vampire. Like I couldn't find his reflection. And so then the three kids now are concerned that he is a vampire. So they, for some reason, decide they're going to wander around town at night (laughs) uh, with a vampire after them. Like, I don't understand. I guess they can't go home because they live next to a vampire. They're walking. Yeah, they're walking. So they're going to walk Amy home. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, they're going to walk Amy home. Hmm. Yeah, they should just all stay at Amy's house. They sh- that would be a good idea, but honestly, I want to stay in uh, Charlie's house with the garlic and the candles. Oh, yeah, the fire hazard. Yeah, yeah I want to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can burn them, right? Maybe that's what the candles are for. I think I think it's ambiance, but <laughs> I think it's for aesthetic reasons. Aesthetic, yeah. But then Evil Ed dips out. Yeah, Evil Ed is like... He leaves. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know if he's trying to show off for Amy or if he's just, oh, like... 
you're freaking out for no reason. I'm going to go down this alley. And Charlie's like, no, listen, like we should stay together. And he's like, no, you're being a pussy whatever. And so like he starts walking mm-hmm. down this empty alley. Which is a bad idea, even if there aren't vampires. Yeah, like around. there are other things that can hurt you in an alley. When you're 17, you think you're invincible. And when you're a guy, you think you're invincible too. Just saying. Correct. <laughs> of course, Jerry's following them. I love that we're calling the vampires Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> it makes him so much less scary. It neuters him a lot, yeah. but I'm fine with it. Yeah. So Jerry follows Evil Ed down an alley and decides to like hurt him or assault him or like turn him into a vampire. I don't know. But he bites him. It's definitely turned him into a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he turns him into a vampire by biting him and then gives him the task to like go kill Peter Vincent. Mm-hmm. Now Evil Ed is a vampire and he shows up to Peter Vincent's house. Of course, Peter Vincent invites him in which is like the number one rule you're not supposed to invite them in no you are not he comes in and he uh is like in the throes of becoming a vampire and he like shows him his teeth and his like bite marks and like did you notice that they put the teeth in the wrong place yeah they're like the second yeah exactly i'm like those aren't even the canines it looks whatever it's fine (laughs) but then in the next scene it's different teeth so i don't know is it yeah i didn't notice that (laughs) So uh, Evil Ed's becoming a vampire and he's like fighting him. And then Peter Vincent like shows him a cross and like burns like a cross into his forehead. Gross. Yeah. He's like really mad about it. There's like some sort of scuffle and Evil Ed comes at him and becomes a wolf. Yeah. What? Yeah. So I think that's more of like an old school vampire thing. And that hasn't quite happened yet. That happens later. Oh, really? Yeah. So the the wolf thing happens a little bit later because Evil Ed gets uh, cross-seared into him. Yeah. And then he jumps out of the window to escape. Oh, yeah. The the scene you're talking about is whenever Peter Vincent goes to warn Charlie. Oh, he's at his house. And goes to Charlie's house. Yeah, goes to Charlie's house and no one's there. The mom's working nights. Yes. Oh, and yeah. Then, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meatloaf's in the fridge Meatloaf's, or whatever. Yeah, dinner's in the fridge. Dinner's in the fridge. And um, Ed turns into a wolf, chases him, and then Peter Vincent is able to stake him with a broken piece of end table, of like a console table. Oh, okay. And then Ed has the most excruciating transformation death. Oh my God, it was so epic. Yeah. So that's the transformation that took 18 hours (laughs) for makeup. And, you know, when while he has like the wolf head on, they were trying to put a bunch of stuff in his mouth to make it look like saliva. Mm. They were using methyl cellulose, which, LOL, that's a laxative. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So they're using a bunch of methyl cellulose to put in his mouth to um, give the give the illusion of saliva. But then the actor, Jeffries, was complaining about the taste of it. Yeah. And then they realized that they were using the prosthetic adhesive, (gasps) which was gluing his mouth shut. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Yeah, this is in addition to the contact lenses that gave him corneal abrasions. Jesus. I wonder if they have to, like, sign a release prior to this. It was the 80s. 80s. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) No one knows a lawyer. (laughs) No. No lawyers. Oh, my God. Only prosthetic glue to pour in your mouth. That's crazy. This poor guy. Poor guy. Oh, shoot. And then his character dies, which sucks, because I loved Evil Ed. His character doesn't die. Well. <laughs> dun, dun. You think his character dies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they, like, yeah, they show him, like, on the ground, and Peter Vincent, like, pulls the stake out of him and leaves. So you think he's dead. You assume, yeah. Best scene in the movie, in my opinion. So then Jerry follows Charlie and Amy into a club downtown. 
which is called the club did you catch the that club. <laughs> and he like goes out of his way to like name it he's like we were at this place called the club and i'm like what I was know. the point of that line <laughs> nick i was watching it with nick i'm like is it called the club and nick goes they don't want to confuse anyone <laughs> that's a very good point <laughs> that's a very good point <laughs> they're at the club at the club they're into club <laughs> Um, and while into club, we all fam. <laughs> we all fam into club. <laughs> no. Um, Jerry, like, is, like, stalking Amy for a hot second. And then he, like, seduces Amy on the dance floor while Charlie is distracted, trying to contact. What is he doing in that moment? Is he trying to, He's call, trying the to call the police? He's trying to call the police. He's trying to call Peter Vincent. He's trying oh, to just call everybody. Yeah, Peter Vincent. Yeah. He's not keeping a good eye on his girl. Not paying attention. I don't know if, like, is it Amy is, like, hypnotized almost by yes okay so she like goes yeah. off with um jerry and they're like grinding on the dance floor you did not like this scene i can tell i was like i was just like really <laughs> upset by the fact that she was in high school and i knew he was like 42 yeah i was like oh god this is so upsetting. i will i'll give you that it it doesn't age gracefully yeah. in the sense that he is a 42 year old man who is like touching the thighs of a 17 <sighs> year old girl mm-hmm. what makes it a little bit more palatable for me is just one uh jerry's not the good guy in this movie yeah that's fair. <laughs> he's a bad guy too i think that the way that they kind of humanize him a lot to make him to make jerry be like oh he's not just pre- like being a predator and stalking this 17 year old girl for fun he's like obsessed with her because he looks like his long lost love yeah. like his mina or whatever yeah she might be yeah <laughs> the dracula equivalent yeah so i that made it a little better and also the fact that um I don't know why this makes it better, but the fact that Amy's actress is lesbian kind of made it a little bit easier. Yeah. And also me. she's 27. Like, Yeah, she's know. not actually yeah. 17 yeah. in this movie. She's 10 she's years old. She's our age. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but also And not I also fine. really just like the choreography of this scene a lot. I, I don't agree. know why. Yeah. It was very it's like really pretty. 80s, but like also like very like vampire seduction, like a lot of neck yes. stuff. A lot of neck stuff. And, you know, um, Holland worked with, like, a professional choreographer to make this disco scene. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Because he, ha- he wanted it to look like a physical change of Amy's character from this, like, dewy, innocent-looking girl to the femme fatale. And it works because, like, her hair gets all crazy. Her hair is, like, goes from... Her body language. Yeah, her hair gets, like, so much more volume within, like, one second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just some quick hairspray up there. But yeah, (laughs) she gets the crazy volume hair. She gets like super like sexy and seductive. Yeah. I don't know. It works for me. I like it. No, yeah, I like it too. I like that. I like the progression of her hair goes from like two inches to like four inches to like blonde question mark. Yeah. And like a foot long. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? I don't I don't need an explanation. I don't don't need need it. it. I don't need it. I, I mean, I get it. She's a vampire. She's gonna look blonde like she's gonna be blonde she's gonna now. be blonde she's gonna <laughs> have rules. a lot bigger boobs like that's did what i happens. not mention those rules earlier <laughs> that's because all blondes are evil correct <laughs> yes ma'am kate's like yes <laughs> yes we are <laughs> well th- at this point charlie pays attention <laughs> oh yeah he like turned around he's like oh shit like oh damn <laughs> he's like mad but like you know, it's, I feel like he's he sh- jealous. I feel like he should have been more mad. I don't know. It's an eighties movie. Jealous. I expected him to be like I'm... irrationally angry at that Get point. Get your hands off my girl. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he was just like a little bit upset. And 
then like there's a whole commotion and like he's trying to like leave with her and then like you know bouncers that are getting upset and then he like throws the bouncers across the room you know one of those bouncers with a defensive tackle oh. for the Steelers wait the second one the bigger guy yeah the big oh. one that he like lifts up and like yeets across the floor <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah his name is Ernie Holmes oh yeah I saw that AKA <laughs> Fats yeah yeah for the Pittsburgh Steelers oh my god for the Pittsburgh Steelers I love it he looks like a defensive oh tackle. my god yeah I knew exactly who you were talking <laughs> he's about. a big boy yeah yeah he's huge <laughs> yeah Apparently he was standing on like some sort of elevate, like an elevating box as the, as uh, Jerry was yeah. trying to like lift him by his neck. You can see, you can find photos of it, of him standing on the box and like crouched oh, down really? and like, <laughs> yeah. so that he can be lifted by yeah, yeah. Chris Sarandon, who's like, who like an noodle arms. Size. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he like yeets these bouncers and then right. gets the fuck out of there with amy and charlie's upset obviously um so <laughs> yeah he's upset <laughs> so he like leaves and goes to his house and we cut to jerry and amy having a like low-key almost sex scene but not really in front of the yeah. fireplace and she has like a a wardrobe change casually <laughs> like what? yeah she's in like a, a gorgeous white <laughs> she gown she wakes on up a in a white rug. gown i'm like who the fuck changed her outfit that's fucked up don't worry about it God. vampire things also vampire why is she things. passed out like i'm so concerned I have, um, I have so many questions kate oh you have all the wrong questions i'm concerned <laughs> these questions don't have answers. i have concerns she wakes <laughs> you up should have concerns she's wake she wakes up she's in like a different outfit she's like where's charlie and he's like shut the fuck up and then he like sits with her <laughs> and it's like <laughs> he's like shh and like sits with her and it's like petting her hair and then they start like getting into it and then he like of course is gonna bite her and of course then she's like oh my god she's gonna become a vampire so charlie and peter vincent show up at the house to i guess fight jerry and they go inside that's right <laughs> fight jerry. peter vincent has had a change of heart <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know why i guess he's what changed his mind? I can't remember. I, probably Ed becoming a vampire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was really sad. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Having a very grisly death at his hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. So probably that, yeah. if I had to guess. He's like, oh, I guess I'll help And you. guilt. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he decides he's going to help um, Charlie, sh like, fight Jerry. Um, mm -hmm. And so Jerry shows Charlie once they're in the house that Amy is transitioning into a vampire and Peter Vincent says that um, she'll remain human as long as Jerry is killed before dawn, which how I didn't know that was a rule. How is that a rule? I'm okay with it. Evil Ed just became know. a vampire like two seconds after his bit. He did. Where did that come from? I don't know. No. <laughs> kind of an I'm confused. That one doesn't make a ton of no. sense to me. <laughs> it doesn't. And then there's a lot of fighting and at some point Peter's Peter Vincent's trying to get at Jerry and Billy Cole um, steps in front of him. Um, his live-in carpenter, a.k.a. bodyguard, a.k.a. boyfriend. Boyfriend, um, correct. <laughs> and then he shoots Billy Cole in the forehead, and obviously that would kill a human, but Billy Cole yeah, is like still alive. Yeah, like point-blank range. Yeah. <laughs> so Billy Cole like falls over, and then he gets back up, and he's not dead. So, But he's not a vampire. He's not a vampire, but I think... The implication is that he's some, like, dead being that 
Jerry has resurrected as his bodyguard. So like a zombie oh. ghoul person. Oh, okay. I'm I can see it. All right, ghoul yeah. carpenter. Yeah. A gay ghoul carpenter. Gay ghoul. <laughs> gay ghoul. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Of course, of course it all makes sense now. <laughs> well, he becomes gay goo. <laughs> Because he melts. <laughs> the coolest, one of the coolest, maybe top two or top moment of the movie when yeah. Billy Cole is disintegrating and it's just like melting wax, green goo, bones Lots of goo. falling apart. Uh, and turning to dust, dust and like sand falling out of Shattering pants. into different bones. Oh, so good. It's pretty great. I'm not going to lie to you. There's... Eyes going multiple directions. Yes. Because he, <laughs> he got, got the Pennywise sh- stare. He got the Pennywise, yeah. He's got a pretty hardcore strabismus from getting shot yes, in the head. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, very cool. And then the sunlight comes in because it's dawn. Jerry's almost in the sunlight, and it ends up wounding him to the point where he decides that he's going to transform into a bat. Love this bat. Oh, I love the God, puppet bat the so bat. much. It's so scary. <laughs> I love it. It's so creepy looking. Oh my God. It's so creepy. And then at some point, the bat's like on top of Peter Vincent, snapping mm-hmm. at his face with his teeth. Yeah. And all I could think of was like, hashtag vet med. <laughs> <laughs> when they tell you he doesn't bite. Yeah. When they tell you he doesn't need the muggle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> And then that's real life, right? And there. then Charlie like tries to help him and ends up getting bit. And I was like, hashtag Batman again. Hashtag Batman. <laughs> Correct. PSA: If if we have a note in the chart that says that we should use a muzzle, just trust, trust us. There's us. a reason that note is in the chart. He loves you. He doesn't like shots. <laughs> <laughs> just because he loves you doesn't mean he likes shots. He loves you. He doesn't love me <laughs> taking a blood sample from him. Yes. I am sorry to tell you. Uh, and then the bat flies into the basement and everyone follows including vampire amy who Mm -hmm. is now blonde and has double d boobs somehow she looks great though she looks amazing (laughs) looks amazing her hair has grown two feet yeah she's wearing a plastic breastplate did you know that (laughs) her boobs are insane (laughs) fake yeah it's great yeah of course they are right like They're like, ridiculous the looking. Heck? And also, I mean, her mouth. Oh my God, I was going to say. Really cool. We shark forgot about face. that part. Shark face. It's so the cool. face is the best. The face <laughs> is iconic. Yeah. It's perfect. It's, it's the scariest vampire ever. It's the picture on the movie poster. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Oh God. When I saw that, I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. It's really. It's, it's scary, scary, but it's man. also like hilarious at the same time. I know. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And then Charlie and Peter Vincent are fighting Vampire Amy and Jerry. And they end up getting Jerry by punching holes in the walls of the basement that I guess are made of glass. But it's like, is it the basement? If it's the bait, it's so earlier. P- Billy Cole, damn, we are talking about him a lot in this Billy movie. Much more than I thought we would. He's an important <laughs> character. Yeah. He's painting the windows of the basement black. Oh. Okay, so these are windows. These are windows. They're like those like basement windows that are like the top little How do they know piece. where the basement windows are? Are they just throwing objects at the wall and hoping they hit a window? I think they can see that it's a window. Okay. Maybe not. It's really dark in I there. Know, Maybe it's they're super just, dark. They just know there's windows. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they're breaking glass and the light is shining through and hitting our friend Jerry. And yeah. frying Jerry. him a little bit. And then they get a really good stream of light and he 
burst into green flame, which can't be the good. green flame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the best scene in the movie, his explosion slash melting slash he's like part bat skeleton like oh it's so it's cool so creepy the bats the giant bat skeleton against the wall yeah just like the longest most explosive over the top death oh it's so ever. good yeah it's incredibly cool i just really like the skeleton because it was like not a human skeleton no yeah it's like a bat we've seen human. that you know what i mean like that's boring yeah you gotta do something fun yeah it was cool he has wings yeah he looks amazing yeah it was incredible um, yeah, and then Amy wakes up and she's like a normal girl again, and she's totally a pixie fine. Cut Don't worry about somehow. it. <laughs> again, yeah, her hair's her hair's a pixie cut. Her boobs <laughs> drunk. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then Charlie's like, "Damn it, no." <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie's not the best boyfriend, so honestly, probably. I agree. Is. I agree. He does go in there to save her, so you know, I'll give him some. I mean, credit. he's also afraid for himself because his life has been threatened. But okay, true. I don't know. I think. Well, he does save her. To be fair, he could have just staked her. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I mean, Peter Peter Vincent's the one who's like, if we kill this guy by dawn, she'll be fine. I love the moment when Peter Vincent goes all in. Yeah. And he's like, okay, this is real. Let's do it. I'm a vampire hunter. I know what to do. <laughs> he's like, if this so is cute. like the movies, then we're good. <laughs> then we're fine. <laughs> and he pulls out a movie prop, which is a, does, a box of steaks. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I love his giant box of steaks yeah. so much. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's, mo- that's the movie, pretty much. Yeah. The last scene is them making out on the bed. They're not on the floor anymore. Yeah. They've graduated to the bed, and <laughs> they're watching Peter Vincent on the TV show um and peter vincent yeah he got hired again for some somehow yeah some way yeah i don't know why he got but i don't know we're just happy that he did mm-hmm. and <laughs> i wanted so bad for there to be a twist like amy reveals herself that she's actually a vampire there is a twist i know but i wanted amy to be the twist <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the twist is that um evil ed is still alive and he's in the house and he's next, next door. door yeah and he's laughing. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm glad that we got a reprise of you're so cool, Brewster. So I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm totally fine. It's good. That and there is a final moment of the movie that's in the credits and doesn't really count, but it counts for me. Oh, yeah. And that's the original song, Fright Night, that was for this oh, movie. No. <laughs> They're like, this will be great. Which I will be playing at the end of this episode. Oh, so so please stay tuned to listen to Fright Night, the so original excited. song. They rhyme night with night a couple of times. Oh, good. It's great. It's a work of art. It's a masterpiece. The perfect end to this movie. I get the feeling you liked this movie, Ariana. It was good. It was good. Oh, yay. It was I'm so glad. Yeah. That's good because it's, it's about time for... The scoreboard. Yes. The big scoreboard. Yeah. Do you want to do um, critical reception? I, I want Yes, I do. Because I don't actually know how this movie did okay. critically. I know that horror fans are like in love with it and obsessed with it, but that doesn't mean that it was that it did well. <laughs> that's, that's for damn sure. It does not. Those are very different. Not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have to guess. And this is Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say critics like this movie. I'm going to say that this got like an 87 from critics. It's close. And I'm going to say audience. Is it close? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to say audience gave it like an 84. Also close. Yay. Um, 92 for critics. (gasps) Wow. Okay. 
and above 90 is very rare i know i was surprised movies. too i don't know if it's the practical effects that everyone all of this is perfect first of all <laughs> immediately offends kate yeah <laughs> Like, I don't know why this did so well. <laughs> Excuse you. No, like, I understand why people, like, the audience likes it. Yeah. I was surprised yeah. by critics. I think that the practical effects was really good, and that's why it yeah. got a good critic score. But audience score was only 76. Yikes. Yeah. I know. That's grim. I know. Oh. Interesting. That's, like, a really big difference I know. for this movie. I know. My only guess is that this movie probably wasn't the biggest hit when it came out. I know it was, I know it was successful, um, but it wasn't like Friday the 13th. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't Child's Play. Sure. So probably not as big of a hit. But I know that this is a I know people appreciate this movie for like the script. They really appreciate the acting. They like Peter Vincent's character a lot. They like Chris Sarandon as the vampire. They like how it appreciates old school horror movie tropes. And but that doesn't make fun of them necessarily. Yeah. I know people like the choices that this movie makes and I think that this movie makes a lot of deliberate choices and it's just like a really fun movie so I'm I'm glad that critics liked it I'm sad that audiences didn't but I'm fine with it it's fine it's fine yeah they didn't get it it's fine they didn't get it (laughs) (laughs) okay so what are you gonna rate it what are you gonna rate it oh god (laughs) Kate's like 11 out of 10 for me (laughs) I didn't say that (laughs) But I will say that soon. But you go first. <laughs> All right. I'm going to offend Kate. Can't wait. Great. Oh, um, fuck. All right. What? What is it? I'm going to say... Rip the Band-Aid off. Six. No! Ariana! Live in Carpenters. Six, <laughs> six live in Carpenters. <laughs> no. Oh, that's no. sad. Yeah. Okay. Explain yourself. I... Honestly, was going to give this a five until the ending. I was... A five? Yeah. I was very bored until, like, the practical effects. Interesting. Okay. No, it's fine. I love... I love Chris Sarandon. I feel like this was perfect for him. I also really liked Amy Peterson. She was great. Yeah. I liked her character a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also love Evil Ed. I will say the main character was a little bit forgettable for me. Yeah. That's fair. That's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Like, he was very much, like, a predictable character, and I didn't feel particularly attached to him, but it also didn't help that, like, the first scene rubbed me the wrong way. I think that was... The very thing. first scene did? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I get... I, I knew it would, and like, it kind no, of does... this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's not, like, a good guy in the first scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, like, shaming his girlfriend for not, like, hopping into bed with I him. I know. I was like, mm, this part didn't age well, and now I don't like this character. Mm. Well... That's honestly valid. Yeah. Yeah, but overall, I enjoyed the climax of the movie. I loved the practical effects. I liked the humor behind everything. But it, is this like one of my favorite movies? Probably not. I think there's no, better movies. No, I knew it wouldn't be. I think there's better, like other movies from this time period that had practical effects mean more to me than this movie. Can you name one? Alien. Int- okay, so we do not like the same movies. Uh, it's just that simple. Uh, such a good and, movie. A- and, and it's not just you. Alien was huge. Yeah. And this movie was not huge whenever it first came yeah. out. And it's honestly not really huge now. It's kind of just cult classic-y. Mm-hmm. It's big, but it's a cult classic for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You tell me yours. You already know what I'm going to give this movie. Okay. Just say it. Ugh, 11 out of 10. Uh. <laughs> 
It's all or nothing with Kate. It is all or nothing. <laughs> it's true. I either hate it or I love it. There is no in between unless I'm trying to be polite and I actually hated it. So <laughs> that's true. This is this is a 10 out of 10 minimum. This is a minimum. perfect movie to me. <laughs> perfect movie but I get that I'm biased I'm super biased this is one of the first horror movies that I ever saw um it makes me think of my dad a lot even when I was watching it with Emma she was like oh all these decisions like in all in like the aesthetic of like that boy's room she's like this is very dad this is very much my dad yeah so I I like it for that reason I'm in love with Chris Sarandon I don't know if I've made that clear (laughs) I think we both are yeah smitten (laughs) I love Evil Ed. I really, 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 really like Peter Vincent's character. Yeah. I like his whole character arc. I just think he's adorable. Yeah. I think it's just a very, very fun movie. Mm-hmm. This movie's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's rewatchable for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I think it's really, really good. And I really like it. But I know I'm biased. I know I'm biased. But I also know I'm not alone. So I'm fine with that. Sure. Yeah. I know it's not for everyone. So you're 10 out of 10 what? Oh, um, plastic bat puppet. <laughs> obviously <laughs> duh <laughs> or is it made of wax is it made of plastic it's made of something more fragile than plastic because whenever they have whenever peter vincent has like i don't know if it's a stick i think it's a bone oh yeah in the in the bat's mouth uh-huh. he he jerked too hard and like broke the bat's oh, skull I, yeah yeah and so they had to like give give it like a day to repair his little yeah. fragile head <laughs> so they could wrestle with him again oh <laughs> I know I was like poor puppet <laughs> the money I would pay to have that bat puppet oh my god it's long it's gone so and I couldn't afford it <laughs> I love it though I can't believe they spent a million dollars on practical effects alone. did they yeah. their budget was only like seven million yeah. damn mm-hmm. it's a big part of their budget but it kind of makes That's sense if you think about it part. it's probably like the house the actors and practical effects and that's it i loved how the house looked i loved like the excessive oh smoke God. coming off of I it know. the part where like peter vincent looks at the house and it's just like obscenely spooky and his face <laughs> yes. is just like <laughs> i love that yeah that was a good just humor like the moment. classic like creepy oh dilapidated mansion with just billowing mist like, coming off of it incredible amounts of like impossible amounts of mist impossible <laughs> amounts of mist it's great yeah. i love it this movie is a vibe it is a vibe. it is it is yeah that's a good point i love the scene in the disco where they're dancing oh, i think it's just really good yeah, so good that music i'm like where's the soundtrack i love the music <laughs> give, me, give the me the soundtrack, soundtrack. <laughs> So, yeah, this is going to be a tough scoreboard. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be tough. I don't know who has a bargaining chip. I have a feeling you probably do. I probably don't. You probably <laughs> bargaining chip. We can just I'll average start from, our scores. Ugh, God, okay. All right, so for those of you who are unfamiliar, this is the part of the show where we fight. <laughs> if you go on our website, nightlighthorrormovieclub.com, there is our overarching scoreboard of most – there's like very few exceptions. Most of the movies that we have seen and that we have reviewed on this show in an order that we have settled on. <laughs> settled <laughs> the word I would use. Yeah. Begrudgingly settled yes. on. And it's imperfect, but we are going to keep it up because I still love it, even though it is a hunk of garbage. It's a giant troll for everyone. But it's our hunk of garbage. <laughs> and it upsets everyone equally. So it. we're fine with it. Love a good troll. I'll start with, ooh, okay. I'll just go from the top and go down, all right? <laughs> You're going to be mad, but yeah, let's do that. I'm, oh, I'm let's kidding. I was, let's start at like, mm, I'm trying to find like another vampire movie because for this, this is like my favorite vampire movie. Oh, really? 
Yeah, for sure. Like, easily, this is my favorite vampire movie. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to start with, let's see, number 10. So number 10 is Psycho. And then it's It Follows, The Platform, A Quiet Place, Signs. We f- don't agree on any of these, Ariana. I mean, to, uh, to be honest, what was the one right before Signs? A Quiet Place. Then it's Signs, The Conjuring, Oculus, The Babadook, Midsummer, Hereditary, Scream, Carrie, The Shining, I'm Creep. So frustrating. <laughs> it's I know, it's very frustrating. You think I want Scream at number 20? Oh my God. No. That's unacceptable. <laughs> and yet here I have accepted oh it. My God. <laughs> so I'm prepared for whatever, wherever we're like about to Like as you're listening to them, they're like getting better and better. <laughs> I, kind of. I agree. I'm like, huh, huh. kind of. Yeah. Why, why is A Quiet Place number 13? I know. What were we smoking? I know. It was number one. I know. I, we were just, we were tripping. Yeah. <laughs> we were absolutely tripping. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, number 20, we can go. Let's jump down to number 30, Haunting of Bly Manor. Why don't you pick then, like 10 that you definitely needed to be between and then I can God, pick? God. All because right. Because this is becoming say, overwhelming for me because I'm like, yeah, yeah. Haunting of Bly Manor. Like, of course, this is. Okay. You you, you go ahead. I, I don't. What? No, finish that sentence. Is Of course, this is. Okay. Okay. I mean. Better or worse than Haunting of Bly Manor? Mm, I, I would say, I mean, for the horror community, I would say it's better. I personally mm-hmm. love Haunting of Bly Manor, though, better than this movie, but I understand why it's better overall. You like Bly Manor I better than this Bly movie? I love Bly Manor. Uh, it's so spooky and good. I like it, too. Yeah, I know. But why don't you pick, like, 10, and then, like, I pick between the 10. Okay. So let's go up to the top. <laughs> so number one is The Thing. You done goofed. <laughs> you done goofed, girl. <laughs> Yeah, we're going top 10. That's where we are right now. You shouldn't What's have done that. What's number 10? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> pro- Honestly, I know that's where it's going to go. Let's go. Top 10. I'm happy. We have, <laughs> we have The Thing, Ready or Not, Haunting of Hill House, Jennifer's Body, American Psycho, American Werewolf, Poltergeist, Vampire's Kiss, The Exorcist, Psycho. Vampire's Kiss is number eight. Oh my God, why is Vampire's Kiss number eight? <laughs> what is going on? I'm I love that. I love that that's number eight. I love that so much. Thank God Bryce got you to move up The Exorcist. That's all I'm saying. Because every time we do this, I'm like, why is The Exorcist so low? This is blowing my mind. I know. I know. I'm just not the biggest fan of it. And I I know. It's like my comfort movie. (laughs) That's fucking weird, Ariana. You need to talk to your therapist about that one. Me and Rachel watched The Exorcist on Thanksgiving. We were like, oh, let's watch a comfort movie. (laughs) That's weird. That's weird. I understand. I understand we're weird. It's fine. <laughs> this is a comfort movie, but that this makes a lot more sense. This is a comfort movie. I could see that. Yeah. All right. Where is it going to go? Number 10. Name the last three. What is the last three you said? Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> the Exorcist. I know it's not going oh, about The Exorcist. And then Psycho. Oh, There's also It Follows, the platform. I would let you put this below number 10. I would go, yeah, I would go before It Follows. Okay. That's number this 10. This is new number 11. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and that, ladies and germs, is what we call a compromise. That's called a... Uh... Or <laughs> a sneak attack. <laughs> I let you let your defenses down. I was like, yeah, you can, I'll let you decide. Oh my God. And you let your defenses down. This is a terrible situation. This was number 11, yeah, you said? Number 11. Out of how many? Um... Out of 75. I'm just going to lean into this being a giant troll for everyone. (laughs) And then I can accept it. (laughs) You have to or else it's trash. (laughs) 
People go to our or website. We're all upset. And they're like, scoreboard, what's that? And then they look at it, they're like, fuck these people. <laughs> I know. I want people to see this and, e- and email me. And email us how <laughs> angry you are. Well, this is number 11, you guys. Let me know how you feel about that. Right. <laughs> our email address is nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. Um, you can let me know how you felt about this episode, um, how you feel about our scoreboard, any of the movies on it. And just, like, how you feel in general. How are you doing? I want to know. <laughs> Let us know. How are you doing? Let us know how you're doing. <laughs> well, what's our next, what's our next theme going to be? I don't know. Maybe we should take requests from people. <gasps> That's a fun idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, we did 80s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So what's the next theme going to be? I'll ask, I'll ask the club. That's the club. So I'll ask the club. So go on Instagram. I'll be asking you guys. If you don't have an Instagram, you can still email me at that email account. And... Yeah, that's all I have for Fright Night. What a delightful sneak attack surprise oh boy. the scoreboard was. <laughs> Don't lie. You liked this movie. You liked it. Uh, I did was it like perfect? It. No. I did like it. Did I love it? No. It's fine, though. But the special effects, Special though. effects were good. Special effects were... The contacts, the puppets. The contacts. I'm here for oh, it. Oh, yes. <laughs> the weird gray coloring of Peter Vincent's hair. Oh, my God. I was going to bring that up. That's definitely like dry shampoo or like some sort of 100%. spray. Yeah. There's no way. And his eyebrows change colored scene to scene. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's campy and delightful. It's campy. Yeah. Kate loves a good camp. <laughs> I love me some camp. Uh, Ariana does not necessarily not, not love always. camp. Not always. I like, not I always. like drag queen camp. I'm here for that. That's true. I'm not here for campy horror. I like elevated horror because I'm a... <laughs> oh, God, you are. You do like elevated horror. De- I'm like, let's make it dumber. Depress me. I'm like, <laughs> kill my soul, please. <laughs> you do. That is what... That's the, that's the stuff you like. Freaking masochist. I love A24. I know you do. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. Oh, so good. But sometimes I just need to, like, see someone melt on the staircase that's fair I get it just melt some wax let's melt some wax I'm happy I'm easy (laughs) to please Uh, all right well I'm gonna plug the website in the last two seconds because it's my favorite thing in the world and this is all I do is I love the website it's nightlight horror movie club sexy website so beautiful but we got some cool new merch because our favorite Etsy store uh, person created new merch she creates merch every week so we got yeah, new stuff does. on there. It's really cool. It's going to be awesome. And how many podcasts have like fresh merch like weekly? Oh, I know. <laughs> this girl's just like so creative. Yeah, she's really cool. I love her stuff. Yeah. Genuinely. I bought merch myself. Ugh. I don't know if that's like bad juju. I can't <laughs> help myself. It's cute and I need it's it. It's so cute. Yeah, the vibe is awesome. I'm stoked. But we're working on a contest. We're trying to figure out the logistics, but it's going to involve horror knowledge for the listeners. So stay tuned. Yeah, so bulk up on bulk your horror up. trivia. Yeah. Under general horror knowledge. Everything horror. Learn it all. <laughs> I'm excited about the contest. I want to see how that Me goes. Me too. Yeah. I'm excited. Prizes all around. Well, prizes for everyone, but not really. Just for the winners. <laughs> if you lose, you lose. <laughs> this is not your mommy's podcast. No. no. You can lose sometimes. <laughs> so like I said, study. Study. Bulk up. Yeah. <laughs> well, until our next episode, theme to be determined... Uh, You guys have a wonderful night and stay spoopy. Stay spoopy.